we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another show of Quantum Spirituality right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy. My guest is Margaret Evanflow. We're going to be talking about quantum human that lays waiting for you to remember who you are and what you are really and what you really are. She says that uh, she brings a new focus of personal development by helping us move past the physical reality rather uh, we are able to access the ultimate reality of the power that we all have in our consciousness and we're being quantumed rather than physical and when we are able to develop that from reality we our lives take on a momentum towards the biggest best version of ourselves with over 35 years of experience in the fields of mental health training personal development she has come to understand the human condition and what makes transformational growth possible even under difficult life circumstances her love for humanity and the fascinating science of the fabric of the universe has led her to this unique hybrid quantum psychology blending positive psychology, quantum physics, human potential, and the power of the human spirit. Uh, she connects people to their own universal pathways of growth, becoming, believing, and in so doing, inviting all of us humans to re-remember who and what we are. Well, that is right up my street. Absolutely. I'm always saying to people, this is just a vessel we are in. We are spiritual beings having a human connection, a human experience. But the the spirit of us is what is driving the bus. Don't get caught up in just the physical. Welcome to the show, Han. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. You know, somebody who's dedicated, you know, their lives to the quantumness of it. And, you know, before when we looked at quantum, it was always physics and kind of way beyond most of our comprehension. But what I'm loving now is that kind of spiritual science of understanding what quantum means. And it's it's really opened up our whole perspective on really why we're here and what we are. Exactly. Yes. And that's uh, what I'm about is helping us to harness the information from <coughs> quantum physics and then apply it to who we are, what we are, what we have the potential to be and um, quit playing small. Oh, I like that. Quit playing small. Uh, where does that smallness come from? I think it comes from society's dictation. It, it comes from organized religion. It comes from the hierarchy of misogyny um you know keep you small because they don't want you stepping into your beautiful empowerment your exquisite abundance your vibrational beingness because they no longer can push the button and control you you mm -hmm. are in control of yourself so i think what we're seeing a great deal um especially amongst you know the men of the world right now they know the transition is in place. They know that women are stepping into their beautiful essence at last. Uh, and they're, you know, desperately trying to hang on to this 
the reins, but I, you know, I always say, you can't put the baby back in the womb. <laughs> and don't try. Don't try. <laughs> don't try. It's not going to work. <laughs> exactly. And and I don't think it's going to work to try and stop us from in our own beautiful quantum growth right now. Yeah. And in fact, I think one of the powers of the feminine quantum mm. side of things is that it it is inviting even of those who don't necessarily want to be open to what the invitation is for. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I think is it has been in place for a long time is the idea that we are just humans mm-hmm. where we're we're growth out of primates, right? The <laughs> highest level of primate. We have hairless apes. I really don't like that description. Yeah. <laughs> um, we may behave like them now and again. <laughs> well, we actually sometimes do. I, I've I've watched plenty in my uh, growing up in psychology. Plenty of mm. uh, movies about chimps and yes. like oh. Yeah, there is some similarity. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Perhaps they're smarter in some ways. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so that's really Newtonian kind of science. And that has come through the ages very clearly that we, we're mechanistic. Mm. We're pieces and parts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like a machine and we break down and that's all you get, folks. Yes. Um medicine uh has taken that and run with it Mm. um now we're neurotransmitters or certain chemicals or you have a doctor for the heart a doctor for the liver a doctor for the endocrine system a doctor for the brain (laughs) um but the general practitioner is not the doctor for everything no they won't even touch you for certain things yes the whole idea that we are animals Mm. and that's it end of story I think keeps us playing small because many people believe uh, that that myth, that story, that that's all there is here. And it rocks molecules and somehow life happened. And eh, here's the hairless ape. The Neophondicals. Yeah. Um, you know, and actually, I think sometimes we're doing animals a disservice because they are so utterly beautifully intuitive Mm-hmm. And they are showing us right now when you see species that are meant to be enemies, you know, looking out for each other, you know, mm-hmm. um, a mama pup feeding baby hedgehogs. You know, it's just like, you know, it's what is in our way in embracing the essence of who we are and what we're here to do. And I'm always saying to people, get out of your head. So... Yes, our programs, <laughs> right? We have programs. I, I always use the example of, have you ever driven to a place that you go to every day or most every day and wonder, how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. The ex- yeah, you're like, oh, man, I wasn't, I wasn't at the wheel. Right. But a program was. <clears throat> and we have programs to believe about being small, to believe yeah. that uh, there is survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. which then introduces competition, yeah. which then introduces a lot of fear. And fear is is something that makes us easy to control. Oh, boy, does it. Oh, yeah. gosh, we've just handed the strings over. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, comparison, yeah. I think, is another one that is very deadly. You know, I, I don't like competition or comparison when it comes to the human race. 
Um, you know, we can compare ourselves to yesterday. How are we growing? Are we being truthful and honest and, and honoring ourselves in our growth? Right. Um, but this I've got to compete with someone to be important. I've got to compare myself with someone else to stand out. You know, I think these are things that we've traps that we've fallen into that do make us small, yeah. because what we're not doing is embracing the gift that we are. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And every one of us, if we give ourselves time and step away from that, I love it, rat race. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will find our gift. We, yeah. it, it calls to us every day. Yes. Most of us are just keeping our ears closed to it because we have our nose to the grindstone and just survival, just survival. Mm -hmm. That's all there is really. Right. You know, Mm. I, in working with um, my clients, um, that is the story of the day. That's what anxiety is about. That's what depression is about. That's Mm -hmm. what uh, all sorts of angst is about. Yeah. Is really, I'm just tiny. I have to keep my nose to the grindstone. I don't know if I'll make it. Everybody else is doing better than I am. Mm. It's it's the story of the day. And it's the day has been a really long one, actually. <laughs> Continuous, repetitive, you know, yeah. the, the hamster on the treadmill, just keep on going and going. And I do very much believe in the circle of life because I believe where we, you know, our beginning and our end, you know, is there is this constant circle that mm-hmm. is being built up like the onion rings. It's just another circle, another circle. Uh, we're never ending. We're always beginning. You know, we're always at an end and at a beginning. Right. But we've been taught that things should be linear, one line. Stay in your in your lane, right? Mm-hmm. Don't rock the boat. Who do you think you are? Right. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, you're nobody important. You know, where, how much money do you make? Who do you know? Who do you rub elbows with? And we've placed so much importance upon that that we've actually forgotten the importance of self. Yes. Everything is out there. Yes. Everything Which it isn't. is. <laughs> well, some would say there's not much out there that we aren't actually having some effect on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so where's the po- point of power? It's here. Yes. If I'm actually able to look out and say, hmm, how am I going to react to that? What do I think of it? Where do I want to go with this? Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't mm-hmm. think I like this. I think I'm going to recreate this. I'm just not going to do it. It doesn't It doesn't apply to me. Right. We get those decisions. Mm-hmm. And those decisions are power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really are. I They're reading, empowerment. They are. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the things, if we can shift out of that rat racey thing yes. that we have been all programmed. I mean, I still have yeah. lots mm-hmm. of echoes about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Chitter chatter in the back. <laughs> Pipe down, pipsqueak. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, if we can quiet that down, there is this constant, consistent call. Uh-huh. A friend of mine called him God Whispers. Mm. And that just, I was like, ooh, that has mm-hmm. some tingly power mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Because it's us calling ourselves yeah. out to our greatness. Yeah. What have we come here for? One more time. Aren't we constantly, almost from birth, seeking that? Why am I here? What am I here to do? Where do I count? You know, I believe that every single one of us is a contributor, Mm -hmm. good or bad. We are a contributor. And that's what we're meant to be. We're meant to be of service to one another. 
in support of one another. Um, you know, my analogy always, and some people may be sick of hearing this because I use it probably every show, but, you know, we are a beautiful instrument that we learn to play. Now, we can be soloists and play beautifully, but when we come together as an orchestra and decide in each one of our strengths to harmoniously play together, we transcend that symphony out to people that becomes a wonderful vibration that lifts people up, invites people up. And I think one of the things we're so busy trying to do is be somebody else's instrument or be the instrument um, that we've been told we are. And we haven't been in self-discovery of really what our instrument is. And we may have to play many instruments before we find that one. And it's okay. You're not a failure because you didn't stick with something. You just realize, mm, it's taken me as far as I go and it's not really me. What's next? Right. We're wanderers. We were explorers, right? Mm -hmm. Live in wonderment of what's next and, and explore life and everything that you're meant to be in life. And be open to the shifts and the changes. That yes. Come sometimes like you're, whoa, how did my life just shift now? Yeah. I call it following the breadcrumb trails. Mm -hmm. um, my yeah, life has been a zigzag. Yeah, zigzag yeah. <laughs> all over the place. It's yeah. it's never been linear. No. Um, and sometimes I circle back around and try something again, and I'm different. Yes. Therefore, it's different. Yes. Um, so ex that exploration is, I think, fundamental. If we want to be happy, growing, expanding people, beings, um, there there is a process by which we, we grow to a certain stage and that stage is out, we outgrow it. Yeah. So we kind of shed a skin. Um, we, we kind of decay to that aspect of our life. And then we move on to something else. And when we don't, mm. when we don't follow that calling, that pull to something about growth or self-discovery or empowering ourselves, that's when we get ourselves into trouble and we, yeah. we kind of decline or, or get stagnant and it doesn't, it doesn't help us. I think that's when the, the dis ease Absolutely. becomes disease because yeah. we are flow. Quantum is always about the flow of life. You know, we were talking beforehand, you know, we both love blue and blue represents the sky and it's the wind, it's the constant movement and the change and, but consistent in its beautiful change, right? It's right. change that you can trust. And that if we become stagnant, we, you know, kind of ferment, you know, mosquitoes mm -hmm. start hovering around us, you know, and <laughs> because um, the oxygen in our body needs to flow, the blood needs to flow, the energy needs to flow. Mm -hmm. And when it's not in flow, you know, and there's a dam there, there's a blockage. This is where the disease comes in Absolutely. and the illnesses start breaking us down. And our body will tell us when our body starts breaking us down, it says you're not honoring your spirit. Right, right. And that's one of the, the reasons why I love the quantum physics uh, aspect of what we understand is here and mm -hmm. what we are. Mm -hmm. uh, because psychology has, for the most part, stopped at the animal version. Yes. You know, there's little aspects of it that look at spirituality or uh, personal development, but mm -hmm. Ultimately, if you practice in the field of psychology, you really have to live in 
this idea that we are pieces and parts Mm -hmm. and I do the talk piece and help you change skills and help you change your mindset, but somebody else needs to give you medication for this too, because we need to those neurotransmitters and, and it's restricted. Yeah. And I'm not against those things, right? Obviously I'm a psychologist. Mm -hmm. I'm not against those things, but there's other power that we have that psychology doesn't even tap into. I remember having a um, a psychologist on that she calls she calls it um, sacred therapy rather than mm. psychotherapy. I love that yeah. because it is the embracing of our sacredness. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm very much. I mean, you know, one of the things that kind of became uh, much better for me to actually understand human beings is true colors the personality traits, because I was very much, and I always have been a very spiritual being, wondering what the hell humans are doing to each other, right? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't get this. Can I go now? You know, it, <laughs> and it's in doing, you know, that course and understanding and now teaching it, I, I understand that when we understand where we, the mechanics of our humanness, our perceptions, the way we receive and the way we interact, you know, uh, helps actually understand how our spiritual or how, how much of our spiritual can be at the driving seat. Um, and it, it it helped me kind of ground myself to a point where I could actually, you know, um, put my feet on the earth without feeling the pain, <laughs> where mm-hmm. I could actually see why human beings kind of thought that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is the mechanics of, of the human intellect. Um, but it's always for me being the driver in the seat has always been the spiritual intellect, the heart and the soul. I believe that love is the generator. The more we give out, the more uh, that comes back, the more that generates. Mm-hmm. It is the higher consciousness of our being because we then we can't knowingly hurt someone else to do so but hurt ourselves. Right. Um, and it's a higher frequency where creativity and growth is allowed to expand. And, you know, you look at through the ages and we look at what's going on in various countries right now. It's like going back to the dark ages. And I think it is completely driven by fear and insecurity. Yeah. I was reading this morning. um, I'm working on a sacred geometry course. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Called um, What Shape Are You In? Mm. And in this book that I'm reading, they talked about how love is the universal language. It is really what is all, what everything is is about. And that fear, as I was reading it, the the what came to me is that fear is the the longing for love. Yes. And just want somebody it, to yeah, love. Help. <laughs> help me here. Yeah. You know? Love You're, me, please. Yeah. And and even even when we take a step back and look at some of the things that I would say could fall into insane behaviors out there, countries doing mm-hmm. things that you're thinking, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. You know, <laughs> there's a a fear behind it. Yes. And that fear needs those of us who get that the language of everything is love. Yeah. Because fear is the questioning, the calling for. and The insecurity, right? And love is the answer. Yes. How do we do that? How do we spread that answer and touch those who up until now may have not been touched? 
I have an almost two-year-old grandson. And, you know, the wonderful thing about being a grandparent, it's this different feeling. When you're a parent, you're in 24-7 right. with the mechanics <laughs> of being a mother, right? I know. You know yeah. when, <laughs> when my daughter had, you know, her first one, she said to me, Mom, how did you do it with three? And I said, I simply can't tell you. You just did it. You you know, what was ever in front of you, you addressed. You didn't keep right. records of it because you were too busy doing it. <laughs> but now being a grandma, I can take that pause and step back and observe and I have a wonderful rapport with my grandson and my daughter in a month is about to have another one. And this one is going to have special needs. So I'm going to be moving closer. And we know that this particular special needs, because it is um, Down syndrome, you know, is is the love disability. Yes, right? These is. children are the love. And I believe that everybody is born, no matter what they're born with, here for a reason. You know, here to teach, here to show people. <clears throat> you take a child that's having a tantrum or has had a nightmare or, or just feeling frustrated at the world and you wrap them up in love and just hold them. Don't have to say anything. Don't have to do anything. Just hold them. You know, that love, if they begin to trust the love and it's okay. I'm safe. I can let it go. Right. But as adults, we get to this point where I'm tough it out. I don't need that love. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing blah, blah. and all of this protesting against love mm-hmm. because our heart was broken once. So somebody said something or did something to us and now our guard is up and, you know, we're so fearful it's going to happen to us again. Yeah. And it does because that's the signature we're sending out. Right, right. And... I, I when I work with couples or families, um, I talk about love and attachment and connection being some of the most risky business that mm-hmm. we we actually engage in. The trust um, it pays off if we mm. if we really are able to make it happen, right? That connection, yeah. that love, that spice of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we are. <clears throat> afraid to get hurt Mm. and that comes along with experimenting and learning Mm -hmm. so get used to it and keep moving and I think it's like you know child learns to walk they're going to fall on their backside so many times before they get it um Einstein thousand light bulbs you know um, a skater is going to be mm-hmm. on the backside on the ice before they've got that balance before they can take that leap right. and if we look at I did not fail because I fall, right? Right. I fail forward. I learned what not to do. Right. Now I'm going to try something different and hope I don't fall, but at least I know how to fall now. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit there and say, Mm. I'll never walk again. That is failure in my book. That's that's failure. Giving up. We we give up on ourselves. Yes. And any potential we have. Yeah. We give up on it. Um, there is more, I think, in the general vernacular of our society to stop, don't do this, yeah. um, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, God's up. Is, yeah. <laughs> self-love is not self-protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is filling ourselves with love, which then kind of oozes out all over the place. And we yeah. become a beacon for that. Absolutely. That, yeah. you know, that's the invitation, that frequency. That's mm-hmm. going to attract the people that are in the same vibe. Right, right. Right. They're going to see you in that frequency. If we're projecting, you know, the list of everything we don't want, guess what? Guess what's going right. to show up? Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. and it's, it's going to say to people, be careful what you seed. 
because that's mm -hmm. what's going to grow. So if you're thinking of weeds while you're seeding, you know, <laughs> guess what you're getting. <laughs> exactly. And and we've also got to remember to water and nurture something as it grows, not tag at it. It will right. come to fruition when it's meant to, but love and nurture it. And, uh, you know, I remember reading the book Celestine Prophecy many, many, mm -hmm. many years ago. And I loved the, the whole idea of the more energy you give something, the more it will grow. And, you know, you look back to the farming days where the, the soil was rich because it wasn't, you know, being pillaged as it is today. You know, it was allowed to re-nutritionalize itself. Mm -hmm. And actually the produce was way bigger and so much more enriched. And now that we're kind of mass producing, things have less enrichment and are smaller. Well, what's right. that saying when we're stretching the energy instead of feeding the energy? Exactly. Yeah. I, I have this lemon tree and I just harvested last night mm, yum, yum. <laughs> I, and I, I nurture it because we have a summers here where I live, um, 110, 115. And we have, you can have that darling. You can have that. Yeah, I know. I don't like that part <laughs> no. of it. The rest of it I like. <laughs> I can hold my lemons in my hand. Mm -hmm. They're that big. Right, and it's because I I take good care of that tree. Yes, right. I the nurturing, good care of it. Yep, it is. Um, so why can't we do that to ourselves? We can. We yes. just don't always know how. I think a lot of people don't understand what would that look like. Yeah. Right. And are we how seeking we permission? Steps. Some people are. Yeah. Maybe most I think my generation. Are. You know, I, I'm 68 and I think a lot of my generation is we're seeking permission to place value upon ourselves. Mm. Well, you know, we're seeking permission that it's okay to, to love yourself. It's okay to say no. I mean, because, yeah, right. I and mean, that big one. <laughs> oh, is a good word. Yeah, yes. it really is. And that, it, it makes you know, your not yes. offending people. No. You just stand in your ground. <laughs> and you're making your yes valuable. Yeah. Yeah. You, I like you, that. You don't devalue um, my yes, when I, I might say no to you. Mm -hmm. So, right. My yes means something means I'll actually show up and do it. Right. But if I'm not in it and I can't give you what, what I think needs to be put in it, I can say no, because I'm not the best person to do it. I think this is kind of why I've been doing what I'm doing. I'm coming up to my 11th year of podcasting and doing wow. 10 years of my own network. And, <laughs> and, you know, it's the longest I've ever stayed at any form of career. <laughs> And I think what it was is that, you know, I was a spiritual coach and, and it didn't matter. I went on a cruise and I ended up coaching people. People could come to me, you know, it's just mm -hmm. has been like that even since a child. I was giving wisdom to people, channeling it uh, without even understanding what I was doing. So it's always been who I am and what I came here to do on this planet. But in doing this right now, I can only give as much as I am meant to give. But I've got an entire library. Mm -hmm. of that wisdom and practical application and supporters and illuminators that mm -hmm. are here for you for the picking. And mm -hmm. so now it's kind of my purpose is, you know, I feel I'm the elevator person, floor two, floor three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's like, you know, uh, you whatever problem you've got, I've got somebody who has a solution to it. Are you ready to listen? to hear and to apply. Right, right. Um, most of us have gone to some kind of a training and never did anything. It brought it home, it mm -hmm. sat down, got some dust on it, we put it away. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there's, there's action that's going yes. to be required if you really want some type of shift in your life. Um, but sometimes you can learn how to do that action in a playful way, in a way that just, um, feels more joyous yes. than like a duty or an obligation because I have to grow. Do I have you know? to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think sometimes the listening isn't necessarily the hard part because mm. people listen to stuff all the time. They are reading things and listening to things and, Oh, I read this great book and there it stops. Because they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I right? think a you lot know, of people just don't know how to take it, that knowledge it and nuts and bolts and yeah, make something out of it. For exactly. Time. And, you know, it, it's like, um, okay, I've, I've learned the, the what and the why, but it's the how, mm -hmm. right? The how. And I think it's, you know, um, back to the toddler learning to walk one foot in front of the other. Nobody's asking you to reach your destination. You've right. read something that, you know, inspiration begets invitation as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. And you've been inspired by something and it's invited you to want to take the journey. But what you're focusing on is the, the triumphance of that person's journey. That's what's inspired you. I want to be where they are. Right. Right. But you're forgetting the beginning of the story of the <laughs> struggle and the strife right. that they took, the potholes and the Grand Canyons and everything mm -hmm. else that they took along the way. Uh, and they've paved that way for you to make it easier for mm -hmm. you. But all you have to do is put one foot in front of the other. You know, I love your analogy of, of learning to walk because mm -hmm. there's a, a lot of people um, in the groups that I hang in. So you can't use the word try. And I just sit back and I think, oh, wait a minute. Isn't a child pulling themselves up and then plopping down and pulling themselves yeah. up and plopping down trying? Yes. You learn how to walk. And so isn't that part of the process of doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's almost like there's this idea that you either do it or you don't. And there's a whole bunch in between. I I got inspired and I find mm. my way to what I was inspired to. Mm. And it might not look the same right. as what you read in the beginning. I mean, psychology was my thing mm -hmm. since I was a kid. Mm-hmm it's not where it's not everything to me anymore because yeah. there's this other piece that when I landed on it, uh, when I was 19, 19, 20, um, it opened up a new world. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, Oh, mm -hmm. Oh, I do have some power in this. I have choice. Yes. And the, the scary thing is how much choice we have. Um, I was just reading in that same book um, that every one with 44 zeros after it, I don't know, is that a quadrillion, billion, gazillion? <laughs> I don't know what that means. A lot. I can't say a lot. <laughs> the universe itself, quantum physics has, has determined that the universe itself is blinking in and out of existence, one with 44 zeros after it every second. Mm -hmm. And that's the wave not wave, collapsing the wave, wave, collapsing the wave, every second. And we are in the universe. We're part of the universe. Yes, We're made we up of the universe. And we actually go in and out mm. of that. And every time we have that in and out, we have a chance to make a new choice. 
when you uh -huh. come back in. That's actually some of uh, the premise of what Dr. Joe Dispenza is working on with transforming people's health mm -hmm. is that we actually do. We can go in and out. And when we come back in, we could bring a whole new way of being, yeah. which changes everything. Problem is, yeah. most yep, of ahead. us bring our old programs with us. Right. And, and what does that do? It contaminates. It's the same story, right? Yes. It's the same thing. So And it's comfortable. So can I bring my story along with me? <laughs> I'm <laughs> no. still reading it. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of reading our story, we should be writing it. Yes. Right? Because if we're reading it, it's already written. It's past. It's the stuff I just keep repeating. But we need to start writing our new story. What's coming next? What's, what's, what's possible in like a month? Yeah. Two months, a year. Where could I be? What could I be? What would I love to be doing? If it's not something that we love, I tell people, don't do it. I agree. You're not going to give it, it your all and yeah. it's not going to feed you. Yeah. And if you want to do it for a long time, like mm. people picking their careers and you're doing it because it makes money, you'll be miserable at some point. Maybe we say, and believe me, I practice this. <laughs> Uh, if you do it for no money because you love it so much, do you know you're in the right career? Right, exactly. Right? Obviously, yeah. the object is to make some money, <laughs> roof well, overhead and all of that. Yeah, but it's not but, the only thing, yeah. <laughs> right, but it, it's like you, you've got to get up every day knowing you're excited about what you're going to do. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, I prefer a lot of people as the walking dead. They're just yes. methodically going through life. And, mm -hmm. but, you know, when you talk about, you know, the past, your programming, I think one of the good things to do sometimes is reflection. Um, you know, I look back at 20, 25 years ago where I was, and I was in um, in a jail. I was completely a prisoner of my environment, uh, of my spouse, of my misery. Um, I'm feeling completely severed from my spirituality, which was my entire identity because I identify more with that than I do with the, with the human side of it, because the human side of it always has been suffering for me. And when I look back, I'm like, look where I am today. Look where I am from five years ago. When I first started podcasting, I asked to be on another network. I didn't know what a podcast was, right? <laughs> I did 13 months live shows, great training ground. Even when I started my own, I still didn't know what I was doing. I learned as I went. Yeah. I followed the passion. I didn't know if I was doing it well. And everybody likes to compare. You should do it like so-and-so. No, so-and-so does it this way. No, you've got to do it like that. That's them. Right. You know, I found a people rhythm. to you. Exactly. I'm, this is my right. rhythm. If I'm not your cup of tea, that's fine. I'm a coffee drinker. That's, you know, if you know, <laughs> if, if I, if that's okay, there's several million podcasts out there. Go and find one that, that, resonates you please don't go to the conspiracy one that's going to rile you up more into hate and discord right go to the ones that are the solutionists if my style is not your cup of tea that is okay I'm not offended right. but I think we've been brought up to believe there's something wrong with us if everybody doesn't like what we're doing right and those who have been trailblazers have been willing to go past what other people think of them and that's hard initially it's hard yes but it because you're easier. using other people's thoughts as a compass <laughs> right right, right? <laughs> yeah. but it does get easier and yeah. I think I think you know that you've become 
much more anchored in your own mm -hmm. self and gift when even the people that were your quote unquote teachers, yeah, you have different thoughts and it's okay. Yes. Right. You'd be like, well, I don't really quite buy that one. I think this. Yes. Uh, then, then you have your own unique voice and that's really what we need is unique voices here. We do. Um, you know, a teacher, I think the best teachers are those that uh, uh, learn from others. Um, but they're also the teachers that know that you're going to outgrow them. Right. 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 And that I've had you, a couple you, that have said that. <clears throat> yeah. You are meant to outgrow me. So yes. Get going. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Okay. laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's it's like psychiatrists. They make you dependent. I'll see you next week. And we're going to we, we're going to go at that sore and worry it again so that you'll be back the following week rather than I'm going to, you know, show you where that programming is. I'm going to show you how to delete it. I'm going to show you the skills and the tools to embracing a new day, a new dawn, because I don't want to keep seeing you back here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, I think ultimately, those in the field of therapy, psychotherapy, counseling, um, if, they're, if they're truly the people that are doing the art of that, mm -hmm. um, you're supposed to work yourself out of a job as soon yeah. as you can, as yes. soon as you can. Yeah. Yes. Make yourself obsolete in that person's mm -hmm. life because that's yeah. when you know that you, it's actually worked when they say, right. I don't need you anymore. Thank you for right. the skills, the perspective, the encouragement, but mm -hmm. now I can walk this walk on my own. doesn't right. mean they won't come back to you somewhere along the road Just with another you know, crossroads in idea. their life. Yeah. But mm -hmm. you know, it's, we don't want to keep our children crippled by keeping them on our hip. We want them to walk. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they get a little heavier. Oh, boy, do that. Come on, can you imagine? Teenager on your hip. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's more the other way around now. They're all taller than me. <laughs> and that's kind of how it's actually meant to be. We want our children to be brighter than we are. You yeah. know, we, we want the next generation. And I think I have a saying that, you know, no more um, activism talk. Let's get into actionism because mm, the I activism like is constantly talking about what the problem is. Mm -hmm. But the actionism is, OK, we've put all our heads together. We've addressed the problem. Now, what's the solution? Right, right, right. There's always a solution. And especially yes. if we put our heads together and leave ego at the door. Yes. That uh, would be a lovely meeting to be regular at. Yes. <laughs> a regular attendee. Yeah. Do you think that egos, maybe in the last 150, 200 years, have kind of become the identity of people? You know, I could, you look back at history, Was you had people that are egotistical and, you know, narcissistic, and they were of the few, you know, they were mm -hmm. there. But now we seem to see narcissism and, you know, um, misogyny and and egotism you know prevalent today mm. you know I, I think that part of us is really about the the question is there really love out there and if I don't believe there is okay then I need to act accordingly I'm I'm living from fear so when we have to pump ourselves up mm -hmm. that says I feel small yes and if I'm cool with just being me and you can take me, don't take me, whatever you need to do, um, but I'm still going to be me and I'm still going to do my stuff, that you, there's no fear there. Right. 
Yeah. And I am that, what I am, as Popeye says, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to do the... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've seen that. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Identified with olive oil. <laughs> olive. Um, you know, I, I, I was a person that grew up really insecure because I just was a seer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of a very naive human. Um, and I've always seen the heart and soul of somebody and not really identified with the package that they're in. And and, and therefore, it brought people to me that were kind of broken that needed to be healed. And then once mm. they were healed, they didn't need me anymore. Mm, <laughs> and that's, that's fine for, you know, if, if it's a client, but when it becomes a spouse or uh-huh. someone close to you, it, it kind of can be hurtful. But I think if we can get over that and go, okay, we have so many chapters in our book of life. They were just a chapter. Now it's time to move on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and that's sort of like what we started with. Like there's a zigzaggy kind yeah. of thing. Sometimes we think we're going here, but we end up over there. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to be, right? Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. I learned so much from that place. And now I'm going this way. <laughs> right. Right. We just keep moving. We keep moving. We keep growing. We keep writing our next chapter of life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we look at uh, our DNA, it has a twirl to it. We look at um, frequency and energy waves, it all has a lovely movement to it. The only thing that has a straight line is a flat line. And sometimes your heart's still beating. And yes. <laughs> hey, can't you hear me? I'm pumping here. <laughs> Could you do something? <laughs> and, and that flat line is, is very much our thoughts. It's very much that programming. It's very much yeah. that condition that is, you know, constantly repeating itself. And it's a, a you know, societal disease of you've got to fit into this nice, neat little box. Right. And, and as, as human nature, we're trying to break out of the box all the time. But, you know, one thing we've got on that, there is no box. Well, isn't, yeah, that, that's a good thing, by the way. But if you look at nature, nature is never easily contained. No. Try, well, we try, try containing to, a hurricane. Yeah. Well, and try to contain weeds. Yes. No matter what I do, they keep coming up. I'm like, oh, um, one of the places that I'm a failure is there. We can't get rid of the weeds. But that's also a statement mm-hmm. of nature will not be contained. Right. You're not the boss of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll go through concrete. Yeah. Yes. In the middle of nowhere. I don't know how a seed got there, but there it is. And it's coming up through concrete. That's nature. That's yeah. that spirit wanting to grow. And that is who we are. And God's sake, embrace yourself as that. You know, there was a beautiful, I'm, I'm always taking pictures that me, you know, speak to me and then putting captions to them. And, you know, one of them is a tree that's literally broken through. Um, a piano wow. and it's grown up through the keys and everything else and they say when when we have the inner strength we can break through anything mm-hmm. but you look at a forest and there's a beautiful documentary by Judy Dench on trees and the the slow motion of the fiber optics of the trees mm-hmm. of how they connect with each other no mm-hmm. a forest doesn't say hey oak sorry this this is only for willows here piss <laughs> off right right you it know? doesn't I and know. when a tree falls growth comes out of it yeah right or it's it's providing 
sanctuary or life or source for something else. The forest is constantly supporting, feeding, and standing tall with each other, yeah. right? Yeah. Why can't we be more like the forest? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Um, I think because we see the forest as a, a general sense of something that is marketable. We can cut it down, we can sell it, we can make it into this, chop it up. Yeah, it's so it's the focus on on currency. Yes. Rather than agency. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, isn't love the biggest currency in the universe? Well, some of us think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna modify that. Even those that are in fear. Mm-hmm. are asking for it yes they just don't know what they're asking for no yeah and yeah. So the answer comes to them the answer comes over and over and over again through examples of people people that are doing things to help each other there's i mean one of the most beautiful things i actually was a part of years ago was where i lived there was a, a terrorist attack and I, it was my first deployment as a mental health specialist in the Red Cross. Mm. And I was the first one to show up from my my little unit, scared as could be, because I was like, okay, what am I doing here? Yeah. But what I ended up seeing was all of these people, ministers, uh, pastors, people, leaders in the community that come together in a, a waiting room, like a big, it was a like a gymnasium waiting for the families to come and get some support. Yeah. And I thought, wow, you know, all that love ready to be given away. Right. I didn't know they were here. I didn't know they were here, but here they are. And there was one minister that was kind of saw me like, okay, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) My my supervisor didn't come for at least an Mm. hour and a half. And he took me under his wing and he said, don't be afraid to just go into the pain. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. I have some training. You know? <laughs> it was one of the most powerful experiences yeah. I've ever had because I saw humanity at its best. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful. Isn't it interesting that when we're in that collective pain, how the best of us comes out of it, but how we can't sustain that you know, in the time yeah. of peace. And it's, uh, I've got another show on this week and it's uh, about a woman who has um, told someone's story from um, Malalarva. It's a, a, a city in Ukraine. And it's about a young girl and her dog, how for five weeks they were just kind of in a rubble in a basement, uh, literally people dying around them. She had a bit of um, medical things. So she was trying to keep people alive and they're literally dying. They can't go out and get food or anything because there's just gunfire and shooting all the time and there's perpetual 24 hours bum 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 going on and then trying to escape that and people going mad running out to the street just to be shot or blown up mm-hmm. and it's like you know my parents come from wartime my dad was a squadron leader and you know my mom literally threw herself over her daughter my half sister when she was picking kids up from school as one of those silent bombs went down just trying to hide them under the pram, right? I mean, we we look at what they've been through. But I will say the people that have been through that most, because they interview a lot of veterans as well, are the people that understand the need for love, the need for forgiveness, the need for um, 
collaboration and support and bringing people together they understand that need and they understand it's not only their sanctuary it's it's the very air they breathe it's the it's the the blood that keeps the energy blood that keeps them going it's the purpose and that is the love right right we we need a louder voice mm. and maybe the work you're doing is is beautiful because it's love voices that are mm -hmm. all different right from all beautiful different chorus walks of life. yeah beautiful <laughs> chorus so that people can hear it yeah. in different ways yes and that might be the key right to and help I, people I, hear it and it and how they choose to hear it too you know mm -hmm. it's like um my brother and sister are in England and I speak uh, with them every week and both of them are kind of a little bit doomsayers they watch all the miserable news and then yeah. quite quick to tell you all about it and you know as far as he's concerned for the last many years there was going to be no world and right. and you know and it's and I said like hang on I said look people like you feed off the misery and you've got so entrenched in the misery, you can't see the joy. You can't see the possibilities. I'm on the other side of it. I feed the possibilities. I know there are people out there that have already changed the currency, the tide, the wavelength of love. I know that there actually are more of us because we've tilted the scale. Mm -hmm. who are promoting love, self-love, self-abundance, enrichment, empowerment, being the best you can be and letting your cup run off over. And that those are the individuals that are going to save us as human beings on this planet. I know because I've interviewed 3,000 of them. And I know because these people have their own ripple effect on everything that they're doing. Mm -hmm. But I said, you choose not to see that. And this is all I choose to see. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of what goes on over there, but I'm not going right. to feed it. Right. I'm going to feed the solutionists. And I think that's the choice sometimes we have to look at. We're aware of the atrocities going on in the world. Right. And we sometimes feel powerless to do anything about it. And that can be especially empaths. We feel it and we, we feel powerless to do anything about it. But we are when we're feeding each individual, uh, feeding that that love, that self-love, that meaningful purpose, helping them find it, helping them be it, helping them be that essence and that vibration, because that is changing the whole frequency of the planet. Absolutely. In fact, um, there was a, was years ago, so it might have changed a little bit, but um, we are connected five people mm -hmm. away, right? Mm -hmm. And we're connected to everyone. Yes. So if we actually take the five people in front of us and fill them with love, mm -hmm. help them to see their own best gifts. Yes. Um, we've just touched everybody. Pulsating out. Yeah. It's yes. The power of that yes. is immense. Yes. So but it's got to have the intention. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that's agency. Yeah. That's agency. We have the ability to really transform everything. And it doesn't mean that it's going to take forever, you know, keep doing this mm -hmm. stuff. And it's not like that. It's not about the high highs of, you know, where is the joy? You know, there's the Black Eyed Peas and that wonderful song, Where is the Love? And very often I put it up on my own show posting, you know, because mm -hmm. do a lot of shows on love. I'm always promoting love, <laughs> you know. And it's, um, 
we're so capable of it. We've seen this time and time again of how we can come together and be supportive of each other. And who cares you black, white, pink, yellow, polka dot, or what, where you're coming from, what your sexuality is, what your education is or anything. It's about the core of you, right? right? It's an, identifying with the core of ourselves. And I think it's, you know, we're, we have to look at the hierarchies um, and religions a lot to do with this. Obviously the top 1% keeping you divided, keeping you out of joy, Mm-hmm. keeping you dissatisfied or in fear only right. empowers them and like somebody was pointing out the one percent da 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 and i just pointed up but where's the power of the 99 percent? right let's harness it what are we doing with it yeah we're just sitting back and complaining and moaning and growing that oh well the one percent's got all the power <laughs> hello there's 99 percent of us and and for that um we, we do need agency. Uh-huh. Right? We need to connect to each other. We need to understand we're not just animals. This isn't a competition. Right. It is not a competition. It is not survival of the fittest, mm-hmm. right? And then everybody else dies. Yes. Um, it's it's not that. That's a different game. That's a different. I think it's the thrival of the heart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's. But again, that comes down to our choice. We do have the choice of what we're going to feed is what's going to grow. And if you're going to be, you know, what I used to use my coaching thing, a ruler, because I'm still on that, (laughs) you know, not matrix, (laughs) you know, you're six to 12 are people at various level of positivity. They're stepped into that love vibration. And you have those four fives that are stepping into it, stepping out of that misery or the suffering or the struggle. And stepping into that love vibration. But you have the one to threes who are the piranhas. They like being in the negative. But the only way they can sustain that energy is to go after the four to fives and suck them dry. So this is why we see so many people, but I thought they were doing so well. And then they relapse. Well, they relapse Mm -hmm. because they were around the piranhas instead of around the love. So when we see people really making the effort, to rediscover themselves, to to make that choice to put the one foot in front of the other. We need to be their cheerleaders. We need to be their support um, and encourage them and protect them from the piranhas. Yeah. And and from themselves. Yes. Yes. Right. Because we have these these programs, right? (laughs) They don't. I I like to say they don't just disappear because we want them to. Right. And, and they may not totally disappear, but we have to maintain a new way of thinking. We have to achieve it, then we have to maintain it. Because those old programs are always waiting in the background. When are you going to put your guard down? When are you going to yeah. stop moving? When are you going to say, wow, this is really bad? Yeah. Because they're, they're ready. Right, they're ready. And it doesn't, it's not an indication, you know, for some people, well, I'm, I'm right back there again. No, you're not. No, it's you're just, not. something's just triggered it. It's right. reminded you. Mm-hmm. And instead of looking at it and thinking, oh, God, I'm back there again. Look at it. Oh, thank God I'm not there anymore. <laughs> and and I like to say, oh, that old stuff. Yeah. Come on, Margaret, knock it off. Yeah, knock exactly. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. It really that's is. not me anymore. Yeah. Right? I, that's mm. been a long time mm. since I thought those things. Yes. But they do come up sometimes. Yes. And we have to be prepared for that kind of yeah. cyclical, oh, here it is again, but at a different level. Yeah. And then over here at this level, oh, there it is again. <laughs> but it's it's a process of just refining. 
of, of becoming clearer and clearer about who we are and, and remembering and staying mm-hmm. in that new memory, right? You talked before about, you know, the different doctors, a doctor for eyes, a doctor for kidneys, doctor for this. You know, my brother's going through that right now with heart and kidney and my sister's going through this and that. And there are all these different doctors and nobody talks to each other. And really we've got to do is truly understand we are a whole human being. Uh, all um, all of our organs are, are in this biggest organ, which is our skin, our, you know, mm-hmm. our skeleton, our skin, and that um, our spirit and our psyche and our heart and our soul uh, aren't just hovering above us, that it's in us, we've integrated together, and that we need to look at ourselves as the whole. Yeah. And then I think if we can do that um, and allow ourselves, allow ourselves to go through the process of the healing, of the understanding, of the growing, mm-hmm. one step at a time. You know, I've stayed the biggest leap is the first step, right? Right. right. And, but, you know, sometimes you can take leaps because you feel mm-hmm. confident enough to take that leap. You're ready for that leap. Right. But, you know, it isn't about your destination. It is, it is truly about your journey. And how much are you honoring yourself? You can't expect anyone else to honor you until you honor yourself. And it's, it's not going to happen because you get what you put out, right? Exactly. The energy that you are is what comes to you. It People reflect that to you. People who go, oh, I'm like that too. I'm going to hang with you. Yeah. And then we Misery loves company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'd be surprised how hard that is for people when they are making progress. And they, you said the, the one, twos and threes down yeah. here. Sometimes they're people you love. Yeah. And people get pulled back just because of obligation, because of, oh, I can't leave them. Yeah. And sometimes we need to let people choose what they want to be, and we need to choose for ourselves, too. Without guilt, without yes. shame. Yeah. You know, Growth is never guilty. Right. Right. Yeah. And, the, and the thing is, the, the higher you step up into that love vibration, um, you may not be their answer. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about the ripple effect, you know, the more we exude, the more it ripples out. Maybe right. somebody else will be their ripple effect, or maybe mm-hmm. it is just their choice of life to live in misery because they're happy there. And, you know, somebody once told me that the joy is in the level of, of awareness or consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so that if you're really an angry, angry person, mm-hmm. you find some kind of joy in that yes that's, that's what you think life is about right right something and to bitch about to, yeah, <laughs> you hone it to a real good yeah. skill um or the sadness or the grief yeah um but there's there's another level that lets those go and actually embraces wow i feel great yeah and i love i love everybody i i have this thing coming out of me it's called love and it yes. just is it's exciting. Doesn't it feel good? It's like, <laughs> wow, I'm on top of the world. Now, sometimes we have a harder time maintaining that or staying there. But Keeping a rhythm, it, a nice rhythm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always just about stepping back in, stepping back yeah. in, coming back to where we want our center to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, uh, that wonderful love vibration is a wonderful place to be. But you've got some people say back to the how you know, I've been so hurt or I feel so numb. I just don't know how. And I say, okay, time to get out in nature. 
Time to take a walk in the forest and listen to the trees, the rustle of the leaves, the tweets of the birds. Walk along the shore, hear the water kissing the shore. Let the wind brush through your hair, just clearing away the old. Hear the laughter of the children as they play. Watch mm -hmm. the puppy dog chasing a stick. If this can't bring a smile to your face, if this can't be something that hits the heart and warms it, then, you know, maybe you have no heart unconscious altogether <laughs> because nature is love mm -hmm. even in its hurricane even in its destruction it is still love it's getting rid of old or it's reacting to something and you know people talk about grounding and I get can we stop with the grounding of all your pain please because mother earth is feeling rather saturated mm -hmm. right it isn't about yeah. giving your pain away so you don't have it it's about you going through your pain to right, release it, it so no one yeah. has it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Processing it and releasing it, transforming it. Yeah. Right? Yes. Because pain yes. doesn't have to be. And then this is going to, yeah, it, it, it doesn't have to be pain. Yeah. The most difficult things that I've ever experienced in my life were extremely painful. Mm -hmm. And they taught me the most about yes. myself and humanity. Yes. And what it means to try and be a person here. Yeah. And you come out on the other side, very, very different. And if you process it the right way, like really mm -hmm. let it happen, um, you'll never be the same. No. You can't go back. You can't go back to where you can't were. put the baby back in the womb. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Ouch. <laughs> well, that's how painful it is to I'm go back. I'm having sympathy there. pains. Yeah. <laughs> Just at the thought. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I look back on, you know, who I was as a child, which is pure spirit and quite sickly. So I was very much a dimensional traveler because I was in my room mm -hmm. for weeks on end each time. And and uh, just, you know, what was I to do in a blank room? Uh, well, go elsewhere. Right. right? And uh, very often I have memories which I think, well, which which dimension was that? Was it Earth or was it somewhere else? You know, mm -hmm. and it, it's um, and I look back at me and I was <coughs> Um, really, really unworldly. Mm. You know, everything I did was kind of came from that spirit and that channeling. And then I kind of, the world hit me, made me grow up, mm. right? And of course, became a mother and et cetera. And so life was different. And uh, it, and it was that battle to get back to the spirit because that's where the peace is. That's where the, the clarity is. Mm -hmm. That's where the, the trust is. And also when you're in that thing, no matter what's going on on the human side of you, you are never alone. Mm -hmm. right and that comforts the human side of you to let you know okay you may be because you know I have a condition and one of the side reactions of that is depression and sometimes I can just hit that depression with some good music because that resets the frequency mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. sometimes okay the rabbit hole is really bad and I need to take some medication for a short while mm -hmm. to make sure I don't get down mm -hmm. there into that despair and it but life is about managing things there aren't always the joy of life right. so that you can truly step into the joy, the of, joy life. of life. Yes, absolutely. So that stepping in, that's the agency that a lot of us are afraid to do. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you will not be the same if you do it. No. And, and you have to let go of that old person. That old and story. that, and that, and I, there is not one single person I have interviewed that's gone through the process and become who they are today to say everything that happened to me has made me who I am today and I won't give up anything and some people have been through some things that no human being should have to go through Absolutely. and they say but who I am today and, it, and it's not 
you know, happened to me. It's what I did with it, what right. I became because of it. Right. And it becomes but, a teacher. It does. Mm -hmm. But we have to be willing to learn. We, we have to understand this isn't a downloadable app or a quick this or that or somebody else do it for me. We've right. got to go through the process. So right. what's the process that you take people through? So I uh, have a clinical practice, but I also am coaching. And the coaching practice is about learning how to really enhance your permission to have a vision of life that you would love, not your spouse, not your children, not your grandma, but you would love. Um, and we cover four quadrants. So it's health, it's work or vocation. So maybe not paid work, but mm -hmm. something you really love doing. Um, relationships, and then time and money freedom. Yes. How do we have that, that, that spaciousness in our life mm -hmm. and enough to care for our, our needs and our wants but also have that time that just allows us to have the relationships, allows us to take care of our health. Um, so it's a, a three-phase program. The first phase, we look at building that vision. What mm -hmm. would you love? And you really got to get in there and be honest with yourself because sometimes we aren't honest with ourselves. Yeah. We're afraid to actually, I'd like that, mm -hmm. right? We're just afraid. And then the uh, second and the third phases are more about helping you really build your infrastructure to help you hold that frequency of mm -hmm. that vision and step into the different breadcrumb trails that come along and um, maintain who yeah. you become in the process. So that's hold my on to yourself, program. right? Not too yeah. tight that, you know, like well, the bar slope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you want to keep, keep moving. moving. Yes. Yeah, you want to keep growing. And so when we clamp down, yeah. we've stopped. Yes. Right. So it's with an open hand. Mm -hmm. um, but that's uh, one of the ways that I found taking quantum psychology uh, has given me more freedom to help people in yes. a different way. Uh, not the clinical piece, because that has really restrictive boundaries. Um, but it's only dealing with human mind, not spiritual psyche. Yeah, they... Yeah. You know, nobody really seems to have that on their treatment plans. Right. I can help this human psyche find themselves <laughs> and their spirit and really move and grow in that area. Right. Um, so the coaching piece is what I, mm. I'm really invested in because to see people grow, mm. to see people actually dream maybe mm. for the first time in their lives, mm -hmm. to see people see a, a cataclysm. And think, oh gosh, does this mean I have to, I, I'm not going to get what I would love? And see that not as a stop sign, right. but as a qualifier. Mm. Can you work around it? Can, mm. you, can, you, can you see beyond it? Can you move to the left or the right? Can you change how you're seeing it? Maybe it's not a cataclysm. Yes. Um, so that's, that's where I'm actually having a lot of joy and, and uh, finding... Mm my joy in the growth of other yeah. people right i yeah. just love i love watching that I yes watching that. I, I have a program called the view of life and it's a metaphorical program and just like what you have spoken about is a lot of what this is and is mm -hmm. so many people have shut down or have got blinkers on or just unaware or not paying attention mm -hmm. that you know the answer is there right in front of you but you're so busy but where's the answer where's the answer where's the answer <laughs> that you know just take a deep breath center yourself, be right. present, then you'll see what is presently in front of you. Exactly. But th th that is an art we have to learn, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And trusting that what's in yeah. front of you 
is connected to something else, yeah. to something else, to something else. And it will take you where you are desiring to go. It will. Yeah. Yeah. So you work with people um, in your clinical practice, but you also work with people online? Yes, that's the coaching program. Yeah. Right. And, you know, um, the universal <laughs> pathway, I love that. Um, great, a great title because, you know, it, we know this planet was made out of particles of the universe. We know that we're all kind of those numbers, those zeros and mm -hmm. ones. We're, we're all a mathematical equation. We are all a, a part of the same energy. We're all part of the same particles. And when we tap into those particles and flow with them, we have then the universal wisdom ready right. for download, right? Uh, right? For it to resonate, you know, I call it the the knowingness. You know, when the knowingness comes through you, you know, like your soul comes through your soul, it ignites with your heart and truth. It lifts your spirit into action and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And, you know, that is taking the knowledge that we've learned, but understanding the wisdom and how to use the knowledge. Right. right, because we've become very knowledge head based, and everything is about the knowledge. But hey, hello, heart, soul, and spirit, intellect. Mm -hmm. You've you know, just like we need to treat our, our wholeness right. uh, as um, see ourselves as whole, we've also got to look at the wholeness of our intellect as well. Right, exactly. Yeah. So your sites are. So um, if people are interested in kind of seeing some of the things that I do. Um, I have a Facebook page, uh, Margaret.Evanow, uh, where I actually have a live program um, on Mondays. It's it's very uh, creative, Mondays with Margaret. Um, <laughs> um, and Good way to uh, start the week. Yes. Um, so that's one way people could get in uh, kind of a taste, a flavor of kind of what I talk about and what I do. Um, I'm also on... Um, on TikTok and Instagram, and it's Doc, Dr. Margaret Evanow on both of those. Can you spell and, the Evanow, please, Flo? Yes, it's E-V-A-N-O-W. Even I now, always, right? <laughs> yeah, even now. I always joke, the way you pronounce it is Barry Manilow's old song, you know, <laughs> even now. <laughs> um, I'm also on LinkedIn, um, and uh, my website is 3CYOUniversalPathways.com work so um i have what's the three c stand for counseling coaching mm -hmm. consulting yeah <laughs> right and of course you have a book the dare to dream yeah so i was just recently it launched uh february 25th i believe mm -hmm. on amazon and uh it's a collaborative effort and it's about people stepping into their dreams, daring to dream, and not taking no for an answer. And my chapter, of course, is about quantum psychology. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's available both in Kindle and paperback, I believe. And also, you have a free giveaway for everybody. You offer a free ebook to help you understand how to access the quantum human that lays waiting for you to remember who what you really are and how to reprogram. So people can get hold of that on your site? Yes, on the website. Mm -hmm. and wonderful. So, you know, I love the, I love you know, the whole title, the, the Universal Pathways. <laughs> I, I love the, you know, the the whole quantumness of it, you know, quantum psychology, fantastic. Um, there's an actually old colleague uh, that um, that I used to work with. We actually started off with, with, uh, with a new quantum um, motor. 
uh, which was an energy motor and you know just through circumstances um, I lost everything and uh, people stole it from us and everything else but what came out of it because I was his muse was fractalization mm -hmm. and uh, but also kind of the what you were talking about the five person removed and that right. everybody you need uh, to help you in whatever aspect is is five people they're right removed, they're right, right there they're right next to you yeah and so he developed an, an algorithm which now microsoft has taken up into artificial intelligence so you know wow. so and but it came up to him because he downloaded the fractalization from fractal himself channeled in his uh knowledge and his wisdom and i introduced him to numerology and mm -hmm. and what i do and you know um so it just became that because he was a very spiritual person, but didn't know where he was going. And then suddenly the vision came into being. So he's off doing his thing now. But that's the beauty of it. We may start on a path doing one thing. And, you know, I remember going to a reader back in 2010 and she said, you're going to do something online that's going to save people's lives. And I thought, how is the electric motor going to be online? <laughs> and the electric motor then, the whole crash and burn and the whole trauma and everything. And then I wrote a piece on depression and then somebody picked it up and saw my site and said, why don't you come and be a podcaster with me? What's mm. a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and it is that I've not been afraid to try something I don't understand. Yeah. And, and that, you know, that's our universal yeah. pathways, right? They're they're specific to us. Yes. And they are not straight lines. No. I wouldn't know yeah. how to walk a straight line. I'd fall off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing ever been straight lined about me. <laughs> Definitely. And, and people, that's a good thing. <laughs> yes, you know, I've been, you know, called wacky, crazy and everything else. And I say, Well, you've got a you know, prerequisite to survive this world is actually to have a little craziness, right? And be able yes. to laugh at life, be able to laugh at yourself and mm -hmm. not beat yourself up. Have I been everything everybody wanted me to be? No. Um, yeah. But I am who I am and you can take me or leave me. And if I've been a disappointment, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I just did my best in the circumstances of where I was at the time. Yeah. Definitely. I think, you know, forgiveness of self is a huge one too, isn't it? Mm. You know, forgiveness and compassion and yeah. grace and mercy and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yes. We deserve it. We do. And it should be so much more in our vocabulary. Yes. And given as a gift as well. Yes. Yeah. Giving us something, you know, I, I refer to people, we are a gift. Yes. We're a gift unto ourselves, but we are a gift to give away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we, people have, uh, you, you know, you have, I've interviewed quite a people with autism and I look at the gift they are. And you're, all right, so socially, they're not great at the whole big interaction and they have triggers and this and that. I just call that selectiveness, mm -hmm. right? And, <laughs> and they've been given a focus on something that they have a vision that they channel and they do and they're incredibly creative. Yes. Right. Yes. And I think there's a lot to be learned from them. We're trying to be everything everybody wants instead of focusing on the gift that we are. Exactly. Yeah. Lighten up on ourselves, right? Yes. And be your gift. Be your gift. That's what you're meant to be here for, right? You know, that whole self-discovery. That's right. Is on what <laughs> gift are you? you know, embrace that. If it has to be a gift to you first before it could be a gift to anyone else. Right. So it's okay to be a little selfish while you're in that self-discovery because Absolutely. when you are and you step into it, the, every, all the essence and the love and everything you are, then just pause right out yeah. and we all benefit. Yeah. Absolutely. 
can you imagine if everybody on this planet stepped into their gift of what kind of world we would have? Yes, I can. Exactly. Yes, I can. Me too. <laughs> yes, I can. That's the reason why we do the work we do. Exactly. Right. Because yes. we know, we know, we've seen it. We know the impact that it will have as a collective consciousness mm -hmm. uh, rises of who we really can be. Because I don't think we've scratched the surface on who we can really be as human beings. Oh, absolutely. But we're on our way if yeah. we choose to be. Yeah. One with 44 zeros after it. Yes. That's our, that's our <laughs> amount of of opportunity to yeah. change and grow yeah and so changing nice. and growing and twisting and turning and exploring and everything <laughs> else it's fun it is fun it's fun it's joyous it's yes interesting it's... don't be so afraid to you know to fail forward as someone said you know and also I love the word flawsome we've all got flaws just just be yeah. awesome with those flaws because in yep. some aspects a diamond with a flaw is worth more yeah, that's right yes <laughs> they're beautiful yes Exactly. And so are we. Yeah. Whatever package we come in, right? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. This has been wonderful speaking with you, love. Oh. Thank you so much for sharing. And I love the whole quantum you universal aspect <laughs> of it. And please reach out to, to Margaret here. Uh, do you have a, you know, a, a call thing where people can touch bases with you, etc. That's all on the site? Um, yes, it's on the site. Yeah, the right. 3C Universal Pathways. And it does, and also, you know, download the, the free gift, read the, the chapter in the book. Um, you're in your own self-discovery audience. Um, and Margaret's here understanding, you know, what you need along the way. And whether she's a fit for you or not, you're not going to know unless you have a conversation or whether you right. dive more into what she's done. But understand, we don't get there on our own. We get there by the grace and the consideration and the respect of others showing us the path. They put the information, the wisdom, the encouragement in our backpack, and they show us the path, but we've got to walk it. Right. right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Until next time, folks, remember, you are beautifully full awesome. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.